Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Let's go to the board. It's brought to you by FanDuel. It's FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All lines from FanDuel on Thursday, and we are going to start not with a Thursday or a Friday play like we've done. There yeah, just no. isn't one, and I don't want to force this it. This is a primo game. Delivery of the week? Delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Top 10 matchup in the Big Ten. Ohio, number three, Ohio State, laying four and a half as they host number seven, Penn State. Big noon on Fox, which I think is big bullshit. This should be a night game or a 3.30 kick. I digress. This screams 24-20 one way or the other. When I started to do the cap on this, and we look at this, you take Ohio State, 94th running the football, only about 3.6, 3.7 yards a carry. You go to the offensive side for Penn State, just no explosiveness. They don't throw it down the field. They Allen and Singleton, who are stud one-two combo at running back, no explosives in the ground game. Mm-hmm. They just kind of bleed you to death. They lean on you. Going to throw a little six-yard pass, going to get a little four-yard run. Or going to get a three-yard run and a five-yard run and a seven-yard pass. Look, my initial thought in this was, okay, we all of us have doubts about Ohio State. And I'm, I'm starting to wonder that, you know, maybe Boogeyman doesn't exist here. Maybe they don't have this other gear. Yet, the market is paying them big respect. Mm-hmm. For instance, Ohio State is still only catching three and a half in the future line against Michigan, where right now that looks like a complete mismatch. Penn State might have the best defense in America. I've been saying that since August. I, I, I think I've at least been mostly validated there. Their corners, OSU receivers, I'm not telling you anybody can shut Marvin Harrison down, but they've got a pair of them. And Jim, Manny Diaz is going to heat them up. McCord is not going to have a ton of time. That offensive line for OSU is a problem. So I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is everything guided me two ways here. Either or both Penn State getting the four and a half or the under. But everybody's betting the under. Like, I, to the tune of, like, 98% of the money is on the under. That is. Because everybody sees what you see. Two teams that could get bogged down in a close matchup, which is why the better play. Don't you say the over. No. Oh, thank God. Penn State and the points. Okay. But I feel like I'm going rogue a little bit because games in Columbus, James Franklin 0-9 against top 10 teams on the road. OSU is the right side if you believe the SP+. Plus. OSU is the right side if you like betting against the public. Penn State hasn't won in Columbus since 2011. Like, everything points to Ohio State. 
but I want to go rogue and bet Penn State because of the football reasons. Penn State can get home, pressuring quarterbacks on 50.5% of dropbacks. And if Ohio State can't run it, yep. which they're not at 3.7 mm-hmm. a carry, and I get you in a passing down, which allows Manny Diaz to bring the pressure looks, to put McCord under duress, and then I factor in that when I blitz, when I pressure, my corners are good enough to cover, but they're also going to know the ball's coming out quick. Mm-hmm. It's a recipe for a lower-scoring game. And if you like the under, you generally like the underdog. So, yes, and look, I understand, you know, if you bet this game preseason, you were catching 9.5 or 10. 10 even, yeah. But early in the week, there was a 5 and a 5.5 and out there. 4.5 is still a powerful number to me. So if you're asking me, I got to pick between these two, I'll take Penn State getting the four and a half. Yeah. I just think it's going to be a close game. You mentioned their their corners, their secondary, some of the numbers, and some of this is tough because they haven't played a great schedule either. But Penn State's the number one pass efficiency defense in America. The gap from one to two is the same as the gap from two to 25 what? in pass efficiency defense. Oh, my God. So, again, some of that's their corners. Some of that's they get home. And they're the number one sack team in the Big Ten last year and this year, and it's Manny Diaz that you give wow. the credit to. Yeah. Great stat by you. So I feel like it's Penn State with the four and a half. Because, again, James Franklin might fuck this up at the end. It's, oh, yeah, it's in his DNA. It's, it's I mean, he's human mortal, heartburn. Almost a mortal lie. Yeah, but then you have the four and a half, and you feel good at the end of the day. Like, for me, the, the, the only – if you want to go the Buckeye side of things, McCord has gone on the road against a ranked team in big spots. You know, who's Drew Aller had to face? What has been asked of him? And this whole idea, I'm not I'm not the guy asking Franklin at the presser, hey, you think you ought to just throw it deep? Did you that exchange for people who didn't see it? I understood theater, what, cinema. I understood what the guy was trying he to do. He just get phrased at. it terribly. It was horrible. He's like, eh, it's like Madden, right? You just go in and throw the fly route. But my coach is like, we never just tell our guy to throw it deep no. with no no reading of the coverage. But my point would be, you know, we're what six seven weeks into the season. Aller has, I, I, do they have a completion of over forty yards in the air? So they are dead last in forty yard plays in college football. And if you just want to like, okay, forty yard plays are fluky. Twenty plus is like the rule for explosives. They're one hundred and twenty ninth. So. I'm going to lean on the defense. Look, I don't, this is not going to be some huge play. This is going to be a standard bet. Just because it's a big game doesn't mean it's a great betting game. But I like four and a half. I'm going to take Penn State. I still lean under, but what's our rule? Hey, sometimes the public does win. Mm -hmm. Jim, here's my question. Can you build a case to the over? The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
Ohio State's, I'm going to do, attempt to do it. Ohio State's receivers are elite. The best of the best in college football, even great college corners, aren't going to contain them for four quarters. McCord will pop a couple big plays. Yeah. Aller has the ability to do the same. So there, I read a piece in The Athletic. They were talking about personnel. Coaches don't think Ohio State's secondary is nearly as good as it's been. So maybe this is a spot for Aller to hit a couple chunk plays through the air. He's due. That'd be the case for the over, right? Well, and Penn State doesn't give up sacks. That left that left tackle there is going to go top five. Yep. I, I don't want to butcher his name. What, what's his last name? Uh, it starts with an F. Fumatimi? Sure. I, but I but it's, it's not just him. It's the whole line. 200 yards a game, and they don't give up sacks. I mean, they are a unit up front, which is why I feel like you can go on the road, hit the quarterback, protect your quarterback, run the ball. And I do think they have the better quarterback in this game. I do think Aller's better than McCord. Olumuia Fashanu? Fashanu. Whatever. Guy going top five in NFL is what I would put on the back of his jersey. He's fantastic. So continue. I'm going to take Penn State. I'm going to take points. We both are on the Nittany Lions. Okay. Next game. I need your help with, because you're very confident in this one. Yeah. Let's, okay. Time out. I'm not, it's not. How about this? this? You're more confident than I am. It's number six, Oklahoma. They're off a bye at home. Minus 19 and a half against Central Florida. Yeah. Um, look, I, I like the spot for Central Florida for a reason. They've played the last three weeks. They have not had their starting quarterback, John Reese Plumley, and he is the engine to the offense. He, you know, former Ole Miss transfer, run first quarterback, team captain. You, you're just, you're not going to be the same team without him. Correct. Now, Oklahoma, clearly, I am not in any way, shape, or form telling you they're in danger of losing this game, nor is this slander that they're not a good football team. They are. But I will continue to go to this. I was on Cincinnati the week they played, and you go, well, why the hell would you bet that garbage? Oklahoma's defense is allowing people to move the football up and down the field, and they do a real nice job in the red zone. Noted. And taking the ball away. Yeah, no doubt. They're living on the turnovers. And, hey, Quinn Ewers opened the game with a brain-dead pick. Mm-hmm. You had the tipped interception because the receiver was brain-dead. But you took advantage of turnovers. It's what you do. Well, with UCF, that Gus Malzahn, that ground scheme, he said this week after practice that that, that John Reese Plumley is, quote, close to 100%. He's going to play then. That is my expert. Now, listen. If John Reese Plumley is out, you can't bet this game. You can't bet this game, okay? But here's a theory for me. I'm big on, and it's, it's a horse racing principle. You never want to ask a ho- you don't want to bet a horse the day he's being asked or she's being asked to do something they've never done before. Whether that's the surface, whether that's the distance, whether it's facing winners for the first time. College football is very similar in this regard to me. You do not want to bet a team going on the road for the first time. You don't want to bet a team facing a mobile QB for the first time. You don't want to bet. So, like, there are these things. Yeah. Oklahoma has not seen a mobile QB. Well, they Emory Jones. He is not mobile. Guy runs it, like, 15 times a game. For four yards. I'm talking about a true. John Reese Plumley could take the ball 65 yards for a touchdown. He's a better quarterback than, than um, Emory Jones, but Emory Jones is a mobile QB. Okay, uh, my point is... If you want to say this is the most dynamic this, okay. mobile quarterback they, have they faced. They faced a dynamic QB. Okay. Although, I, I, look, bottom line is I put Emory Jones on par with, with Quinn Ewers as far as scrambling <laughs> and grabbing an eight-yard carry. John Reese Plumley's a guy where you're going to... He's an intricate, intricate part of the run game. Here's the power stat I found, and this is courtesy Action Network. 
Gus Malzahn, 12 and four against the number. That's 75% people. With 10 or more days to prepare for somebody. And they not only covered, they covered by an average of nine and a half points a game. I just think it's a UCF spot. You're getting a juicy number here. To me, this should probably be 16 and a half. You're getting 19 and a half. If you want to go alt line in some of your parlays or a teaser, I mean, a power numbers like UCF getting 24 and a half, 25. I just, I like UCF here. And again, Oklahoma can win this game comfortably, win 38-21, and we're, 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 we're still good. I know Oklahoma is a personal issue to you, so I don't. I'm well, not going to beat you up on this. I like both these teams. Like, truth be told, the way they play. Like, I've been in on Oklahoma since the start of the year. I don't think this is like a spot. We talk spots mm-hmm. coming home off a bye. I don't think this is a spot where they're vulnerable. That's not a shot at Central Florida because, no. like you said, Gus Malzahn. I love that spread run. Third in the country in rushing. And you throw Plumlee in, they're going to move the ball. And you get your engine back, and I just feel like they could hang in here. But my concern is the other side of the ball. Central Florida has one of the worst run defenses in America. Yeah, not optimal. And Oklahoma struggled to run the ball early, looked like they found something against Texas. Their O-line was mauling people, this Walker kid, this battering ram at running back. That's where you won that game, too. There was the turnovers, Mm -hmm. and then, honestly, OU's offensive line was so much better than what I gave them credit for. So if Oklahoma runs the ball and runs it well, that's 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 put away. Those are put away drives. Those are drives that, okay, that so allow you to cover spreads. So let me let me give you the alternative. That's my only hesitation. If if Oklahoma was vulnerable, if there was a matchup I thought they were weak against, but I don't if, see that. If both teams are running the football, what does that lead you to? The under. Which leads you to? The dog. What is the total? 60, it's it's mid to upper 60s. Boy, howdy. Hold please, buddy. Let me find that. Because maybe that's the way to play this game. The total is, oh my dear baby Jesus. What is it? You're not going to like what I have to say to you. This is the friendship total of the week. We have to go under 66 and a half. 34% of the bets make 72% of the money to the under. Do we dare? Mm. I don't like it, but that's probably because it's the right side. Because no one's going to want to bet the under in this game. Because if Plumlee's back, Dylan Gabriel's a playmaker, and these two quarterbacks score a bajillion points, but we bet the under, we bet run game, running clock, new college football, we bet under. And I want to see, you know, if you're getting 19 and a half, 42 to... 27. No, that pops it at 72. I don't know. Don't make it the friendship total. Okay. There's a better total later in the day in the hashtag night heavy portion. But I am betting UCF. I'm going to take the 19 and a half. I just, it's not a, it's not an obvious one for me. So I'm going to stay away. Oh yeah. I'm not pressuring you on this. I'm not, I'm not making this. This is no bully corner, but no, 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 no. Cause Oklahoma is a personal thing to you. And I don't want to hurt your feelings. Arkansas, Mississippi State. This is here not because we're betting this game, I don't think. I wanted to, but I I, I needed your help. Okay, so guys, when we talk about a lot of this stuff, for the seasoned vets, you know what I'm getting at. Like, you hit a, a, if you view teams like stocks, the idea of buying low, you want to buy the dip. Mm -hmm. You know, have you hit rock bottom yet? Have they? Arkansas Arkansas. has lost five in a row. I want to repeat that. Arkansas (laughs) has lost five in a row. They're at home. This is arguably one of the last winnable games they got. Everybody wants to fire Sam Pittman right now. Rocket Sanders is out, their star running back. 
But here's the interesting part. When you go under the hood of Arkansas' season and you start bringing up their schedule and you start looking at the anatomy of, like, well, who have they lost to and how, it actually paints an interesting picture here to bet on Arkansas. Look, if I, tell, if I give you their last five games, it started way back September 16th. They lose to BYU 38-31. They go at LSU, they lose 34-31. They go to AM, they lose by 12. They go to the Grove, lose 27-20 to Ole Miss, go to Tuscaloosa, lose 24-21. Close losses. They're in these games. Now, the other side of it as well, I mean, they were a 17-and-a-half-point dog against LSU. Easy cover. Uh, they did not cover against AM, but they cover easily against Ole Miss, and as a 20-point dog, cover easily against Bama. Mm-hmm. So then you factor, all right, well, Miss State, well, you can look up on the ornaments of shame. <laughs> we've, we've got the Mississippi State Bulldog taking a dump, which is one of your picks. Mississippi State stinks. Correct. They can't stop anybody. I, I just wonder, you got a three and three Miss State team coming in, and they're catching six and a half from two and five Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Is this the bottom of the market where the number probably ought to be closer to 10, but because of what's been going on, you're getting a little discount? They're losing all the one-score games and close games. I don't like laying points for a team that can't close games out. I only put it on here no, as no, a discussion I, I point. I like the note because I do think you want to bet teams at or near rock bottom. Now, have they reached rock bottom? There's a case. They haven't. But, Mike, if it's not this week, is there going to be a chance to bet them again before the season's over? This is the remaining schedule. After this game, they will then have two weeks to prepare to go to the Swamp. Could we get a nice, juicy number there? If not, they get Auburn at home, FIU they'll be favored, and then home against Missouri to end the season. I do think there's going to be a chance in the next four or five games to bet Arkansas. I don't like laying points with a team that's shown an inability to win close games. Yeah, I don't want to lay I'm the points. I'm not mad about it. Believe me. Like I said, I pride, I pride myself in the fact that we as a podcast cover a shit ton of games, and sometimes we talk our way into stuff, talk our way out of stuff, but we're, we're, we're given copious amounts of plays. Um, like if Sam Pittman backed into a corner into November and we're getting 10.5 somewhere or 7.5 yeah. somewhere, we can go, you know what? This team All is... Right. That's what I'd prefer uh, rather than uh, lay in five or six points. I'll lay off it. I'll lay off. The next matchup is the noon kick on CBS. Not by land, sea, or air. The service academies have let us down this season. And our country, by the way. Uh-oh. Well, Getting not, going we, political. We got <laughs> to be able to bet these guys with some degree of certainty. And they've let us down at every turn. I know, it was, it was Navy course. in week zero. It was Air Force a week ago, and it was an Army against somebody along the way. I mean, we have, I don't know if we've hit on any of the service academies this season. Now, the spread in this game is Air Force minus 10.5 against Navy. Air Force quarterback is injured. Larrier. Yeah. Out. Here is knee late in the game. They brought in Jensen Jones, or whatever his name is, and he promptly fumbled to fuck our cover. Thanks. Appreciate you asking. Is Navy nicked up too? Navy uh, lost the starter, then Lavatai or whatever his name. He's dinged up and hurt. They played a true freshman. Uh, and look, they played Charlotte, and the game finished 14-0. Understand, there's one autoplay, which I'm not going to demand that you do, but I, there's one autoplay when service academies meet. Mm-hmm. You play the under. Playing the under when service academies meet, 
It hits at like 75%. Yes, it was 41 and a half. It is, as of today, 34 and a half. It's, it's a full touchdown, less than what I'd want it to be. It's a backup quarterback and a third string quarterback. It's two teams that run the ball. And it's going to be a highly condensed game. Mm -hmm. Look, the two sides in this game, and I am leaning towards not playing either. It's under 34 and a half, and it's Navy plus 10 and a half. You don't lay double digits with a service academy in a service academy game. This game last year, I believe, finished 13-10. 13-10. 13-10. The answer might be to bet the under then. Then I don't have to bet on Navy or Air Force. I can bet on both of the offenses to be incompetent. You I, just I, bet on a seven-possession game, four 10-minute drives. Yeah. Clock uh, keeps moving in college football. I think you have to bet the under. But I'll the, do it. The 34 and a half is difficult. I mean, Jim, 20 to 17 beats you. Are you really, you want to sign up for that? If Air Force was healthy, I think I'd take them minus the points. I really would. Well, here's the other but thing. But they're not. Everything I keep reading, Jones has a big arm, but they don't want to throw it. No. They run it. They run it some more. They run it again. You know what Navy's weakness is defensively? Their secondary is a toilet bowl. Well, if you don't throw it, they know how to make a game ugly. It, but if you like the under, you like Navy. Here's my question. Is there a scenario where Air Force just wins a 20-7 to 7 game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then, then you stay away from Navy. And you bet and you, the total. You, you go under 34 and a half. Yes, I'm This doing is it. what we're doing. Hey, I bet some grimy totals, including last week. I'm not opposed <sighs> to doing this. And you explained this. why the number's gone down a full touchdown. It's injuries at quarterback. So if, if you can explain the live movement, it's it's a little easier to justify making the play on it. What you don't want to do is like, why is this moving? I don't get it. Don't. <laughs> I don't get then, it. Then don't bet it. This sucks. All right, go ahead. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't know that I've ever been more confused about a card. Jim, while you were talking, I added and subtracted plays from my card. I, I am... I am the car dealership balloon man blowing in the sky right now. I don't want to play this under 34 and a half. Then don't do it. No, I'm going to because, damn it, it's a service academy under and you have to do it. Oh, We haven't even made it to the 330 window. So let's move there and we begin with the third Saturday in October, Alabama, Tennessee, iconic rivalry, number 11, Bama minus eight and a half against number 17, Tennessee. Here's my thought. One score game. Tennessee brings it with a run game and a defense. The Vols ran for 230 yards last week against an AM defense that we respected. I feel like they're the side with the points here on the road at Alabama. They can dial up the pressure. Bama, the O-line's been a sieve all season. Milrow has lived on some big plays. I don't feel like that's sustainable week in and week out. Close game. SP Plus says one possession. I take eight and a half. I take Tennessee. Kills me. I don't have a play on this game. I wanted to play Alabama earlier in the week. And the more I dug into this, the more I walked away where I couldn't make a strong case either way. And I, look, the number also is just hung out there at eight and a half, nine. Tennessee, what they were able to do, you nailed it. They ran the ball against A&M. That's, that's impressive. They know who they are now. They're not the same team no. as last year where they're going to air it out and Tillman. People who and think that this is a high-flying offense and no. stuff, they're telling you they don't watch college football without telling you. This for, isn't going to be last year where the two teams played a shootout. But for Bama, I start to go, have they figured out who they are? 
And Milrow, you know what I was in, in nerding out on this game a little bit? You know Milrow's one of the 10 best quarterbacks in America under pressure? Makes no goddamn sense. Not when we've watched him. Uh, well, that was early in the year. But, but my point is... <laughs> I know, he, to his credit, he is settling in. I just have a hard time betting against Bama in Tuscaloosa. It's a big game. It's going to be a wild atmosphere. Yep. Last week had to take some starch out of Tennessee because AM is physical. Okay. I'm not against your play. I also don't endorse it. I, when I tell you I couldn't bring myself to betting this matchup, it is the definition of just because it's an awesome game to watch doesn't mean it's an awesome game to bet. Jim, I really have no opinion, and I don't want to sway you one way or the other. I don't. I'm being a bad friendy if I talk you out of a play that could be a winner here, pal. And I also don't feel strong enough to go, you're doing the wrong thing. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to be talked out of it. I like Tennessee in points because yeah. I do think it's a lower scoring one possession get, game. getting a big number. Here. I know. Why is that number eight and a half or nine? Though? Well, it That's was nine and a half. It's down to eight and a half. I That's think. the pause button for me, though. Look, Tennessee to me is fade material. I don't think Tennessee is very good. Joe Milton, when he's pressured, is completing 28% of his passes. He completed one ball of over 15 yards last week. He stinks, and he doesn't run. I didn't bring him up. He's not part no, of the cap. No, I know. I'm saying I don't buy this football team. So is that the to. number? Uh, how about, is how about Alabama how... on a quality level? If we go, all right, A&M is simply not who we thought they were going to be. They have three losses. Okay. And Tennessee really didn't deserve to win the game last week. Sure. A punt return for a touchdown from 38 yards out. You heard me right. Mm -hmm. Then maybe Alabama is the superior side. Well, hold on, because we've done a, a nice job detailing Alabama's step back this season. And against A&M, they only won by six. Against Arkansas, they only won by three. Mike, it's not like Alabama's punishing people this season. No. No, I know. All right, look. You're going to bet the Vols? Bet I'm going to bet the Vols. I got to stay away from it. And people, you can't break my stones. You know I have opinions on a lot of stuff. I am just man enough to tell you when I don't. I talked myself in a circle on this game. And I'm not going to let my bias and my anger towards Tennessee guide me into hate betting them. Tuesday was emotional. I said I would. I can't do that. Not here. Oh, I'll get my money. I'm going to squeeze Josh Heupel's cheeks those rosy little cheeks of his i'm gonna come get my money you motherfucker move along